When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Mega Ran, as you know, and this is Matt Mania. Not a typical episode of Matt Mania. This is a special episode. We are on location, San Diego Comic Con 2017 at booth 3919, which is the Geekscape area. It's where I've been hanging out. I call it the Geekscape Lounge. They got drinks. They got three musketeers. They got Altoids. It's, it's very comfortable here. We try. It is. And uh, I'm with my good friend Matthew Kelly, who has been on two episodes in the past yeah. of Mad Mania. This guy's one of the few guys who can talk as much wrestling and hip-hop as I can. So <laughs> I thought that we would have a really great convo. That's, that's, a, that's an honor uh, to even be lumped into I it. think it's a, it's a pretty cool place to be. <laughs> so, uh, so, Matt, how has Comic-Con been for you so far? So uh, I am basically a booth bitch. So I, uh, I've been looking at Yu-Gi-Oh! And I've been looking at some artwork. <laughs> and I've been doing that for four days. Um, I've gotten to do a couple quick runs for exclusives. Uh, I got to utilize a vendor privilege to, like, grab some stuff at, like, 9.30 or, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock right before the doors open. Nice. Uh, but they've been starting to crack down on that. Uh, but I did get, I did grab the uh, the special this year's Comic-Con exclusive elite figure, Dr. Isaac Yankum. You got it? I got a Dr. Isaac Yankum. Nice. Last year, I got a Shockmaster. I got a Shockmaster, too. But so I, I did not too. get an Isaac Yankum. You're lucky. <laughs> nice work on that. That's a good pull. Uh, I got... No, I missed my Robotech figure. I uh, also missed T.I. Joe Missile Command set from Hasbro. But I picked up a cool uh, Luke Skywalker Landspeeder. And got I got a record too. I and I got a, I got the Luke Cage record. <laughs> I got the all, the all four 45s of the um, the defenders. They have each one of each show, which is cool. And uh, I got my Rogue One signed by the composer, which was great. Uh, so yeah, it's been good. So is this any different than what you would normally do at Comic Con? And how, if if you can even tell, what's new or different about this year? So, um, no, this is pretty much what I do every year. Uh, I fly 3,000 miles yeah. for nine hours on a plane to, to look at a Yu-Gi-Oh booth. But yeah. it's kind of cool. I, this year has been different for me on a personal level because, uh, as you recall, I think the first time I was ever on the show was to promote that Horror Movie Night was about to have its one-year anniversary. Yes. So, a couple, like last month we did our two-year anniversary. A lot has changed in two years. The biggest of which being that I had multiple people recognize my voice and get selfies with me who were listeners of the show. So that I've never experienced that in my life. That was like one of the most surreal, exciting experiences that I've ever had. That's awesome. So that was that was really cool. That was um, very uplifting to kind of feel like a pseudo celebrity. Um, so I'm all about that life. So, so That's amazing, man. Congrats, dude. Well, I mean, you sat down at this booth. You didn't even have anything advertising the words Megaran, and you had a line no. for like 40 minutes of people just wanting to talk. It was fun, man. Like, <laughs> I, I felt like, man, I was so unprepared. I didn't, I'm all out of merch and stuff. 
but I just wanted to come and sit, of course, chat with you about all this cool stuff and have a place where I could be sitting stationary where people who may want to just chat or see me Which could be able to do that. At a place like here. Just being able to sit oh, yeah. is a gift. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Usually I'm on the floor. If I do have to sit, I'll just sit literally on the floor yeah. in a corner. But, you know, the walls are mostly uh, taken up by lines these, this year. Yeah. So you can't even sit up against the wall. Uh, have you seen any really good cosplay? We talked about wrestling cosplay, okay. but what have you seen? So there was there was a guy dressed like Bailey. I'll say, let me. I'll, I'll, I've only been taking pictures of cosplay for there the site. Uh, Bailey. There was a guy dressed as Bailey. There was there was Andre the Giant. He was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, trying to see what else was any uh, any ones that jumped out at me. There was a couple really good Disney ones. Um, I don't consider it cosplay, but have you seen the creepy it people walking around? In this yeah, place? that's super creepy. Yeah. Uh, we had this awesome Dr. Evil. Oh, nice Dr. Evil. Uh, and then there was a little girl that was doing Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, that nice. was one of the most adorable things I've ever seen. And let me find that one. Oh. That There she is. Oh, that's awesome. And her sister. With the wig. Diego. Come on. And her sister is the wall. Wow. That's really creative. Yeah, that was... So a- we were right by the Stranger Things area. I just saw a bunch of people walking around with Stranger Things uh, Series 2 t-shirts, which got my eyes. So I went over, and of course, the line was capped. Didn't get it. Um, did you get into Stranger Things, and what are your expectations for Season 2? So I was super late to the boat on Stranger Things, um, but... I really liked it when I find, I watched it all in one day, uh, working from home uh, around Christmas time. So I was working from home. Uh, it was the day before Christmas, so I guess that technically is Christmas Eve. Uh, <laughs> and I just was like, "Hey, right, let me watch Stranger Things," and I loved it. I expect season two to go really, really well. Right now, Glow is the only show that I've uh, watched pretty much at when it aired from Netflix. I'm always late, late on, late to the train for that stuff. What'd you think of Glow? I loved it in the first three episodes. I don't know if I was just having a bad day, but I didn't like episodes four and five that much. So I stopped watching and all the guys at Hard Movie Night yelled at me about it. So I went back uh. <laughs> and I absolutely, the second that they had their first match in like the, uh, in the warehouse yeah. and they really started crafting their characters it like hit that was when it hit me how much it represents that childhood of like seeing the I'm trying to think how to word it it, it like it shows the racism that was that time in wrestling but like shows that it was kind of in a very playful storytelling like like there's there's definitely things that happen in wrestling that can be perceived as racist even today. Yeah. But that 80s style where it was just like, well, she's Indian. She has to play a terrorist. Like, yeah. they, you got to be the evil Russian so that the American can beat the evil Russian and yeah. save the day. Like, there's something so charming about it. And it's like, I was talking to Jonathan about it. And he was like, man, he's like, even though I don't like wrestling, I still remember where I was when Hulk Hogan beat the Iron Sheik. Like, yep. you build those hyper foreign villains and you have those big moments now it just seems dumb like I heard the, the most recent episode I agree with yeah. you at this point like we don't need to do the foreign heel and that be their gimmick yeah I feel like it's about time for that to change I, I don't again it's it's money it's a, it's a classic angle that but gets they, gets heat but it's not necessary in today's world I don't think need to work though gender gender's fine I'm not against gender but like you need a chic like you need a guy 
who is just so despicable. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And like no one's going. Like Rusev came close. Yeah. Like two, three years ago when it was the run for the U.S. title against Cena, like that undefeatable Bulgarian brute Rusev riding in on a tank and like like that's how you do it. So awesome. <laughs> and now look at him. Oh, Rusev. It's like trying to rebuild back to that, if anything. I'm just glad it's not handsome Rusev anymore. Oh, I, 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 I mean, that was funny, but. I, I lo- it's fun. It sucks because Rusev is the funniest, one of the funniest guys on the roster. Yeah. But he's just, he does not have the build to ever be a dude to book as one of the funniest, which is, I think, why everyone clung to him so quickly with uh, the South Paul Regional Wrestling. Because yeah. he was so lovable as, like, the hillbilly face. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so uh, I think you mentioned that you hadn't seen the last couple of Raws and Smackdowns. But Battlegrounds tomorrow. Yeah, uh, in, our, so, in our hometown. In our hometown, and neither of us will be there. Uh, so it's Philly. It is still July, so I feel like the U.S. thing has definitely been something that's been played up. Uh, they, the birthplace of our nation and all these things that are going on with this. So um, any predictions, anything cool, um, anything interesting going to happen? Like, I overall thought that Great Balls of Fire was an entertaining pay-per-view. But um, Fire was above and beyond any expectations. I didn't, but that's the thing. I had no expectations. So, it, so therefore, it exceeded them. Yeah. Uh, so what are you expecting out of Battleground, if anything? Anything good? What's going to be your surprise? And uh, any predictions? So I actually, I'm trying to remember... They're doing these wrestling cards so quickly, I'm having trouble keeping up. I know that there's a Pujami prison match, yep. which, I mean, let's. I, I hope. I don't care if it's by interference or whatever, but, like, Randy Orton can't walk out with the belt. He can't. This will be three times that they're fighting. I feel like it just needs to end. So, uh, But I think this will be, since it's in such a symbolic match, I guess, like the burying of, of this feud, I think, will be in place for that match to have to go down. So we also got tag titles, I believe. New Day gets a crack at the Usos. Any prediction on that one? So, this is a tough one because I don't want the Usos to be champions anymore, but I feel like we can't put the belts back on New Day. They, they had such a long run, and as much as I love them, and I mean, obviously you love them too, yeah. but like they definitely got to a point where during their run it was just like you're not doing anything with them anymore. Like, so I don't know. I said this earlier when we were sitting at the booth, but like, I really believe Rizongo is the future of the tag team division of SmackDown. They're the most over team. They're hilarious. I definitely hope we find out who's been messing up their stuff. Um, Cause they've been, they made me laugh so hard when they did the, the interview with the Ascension. Oh man. It was so great. And the Ascension revealed that they didn't, they didn't actually mess up their office. They just saw an opportunity to be on TV, and yeah. it's like that's so good. That was great. Uh, I like that. I like when they when they have uh, fun with some unexpected angles on that. So uh, I agree. I'm a big fan of Rizongo. So okay. So I'm looking at what else we got here. What else we got? Oh, flag match. Uh, Cena and Rusev. Any thoughts? Yeah, that's <sighs> I feel like it's gonna go to Cena. I really would love to see Rusev get another push flip side of that is this year I feel like Cena's been losing a lot more than winning the last like year or two so this might be like Cena might become that new guy who's the the dude who loses to build everybody else up um at least a little bit gives him a couple wins before he gets his win in yeah so I'm 
I'm optimistic that actually Rusev's going to win, but I won't be shocked if they go with Cena. Absolutely. Um, anything else on the crowd, the card? Do you expect any surprises? Now, one thing that normally happens in these uh, non-major pay-per-views is they use them to advance a little storyline. So I feel like we'll see some Brizongo storyline stuff backstage as well, which I hope to see. Um, but uh, world title match we talked about. Anything else you expect? We got the U.S. title going down. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, what do you think? I, I'm assuming that they're going to keep it on AJ um, because I don't know why you would have him win the belt at a house show if you're not at least going to stick with it for a while. What I thought was going to happen, um, when he won that belt and he came back that Tuesday and Rusev showed up for the Open Challenge, I literally thought that they were going to pull one of those classic traditional champion things where it's like Owens is a heel, Rusev's a heel, we need to get the belt off of Owens real quick onto a face for him to lose it to, to Rusev. Uh, but uh, so like, and that would have been interesting. Uh, I don't see why they would have him lose but, it at yeah, a show to just give it back to Owens on a pay per view. Like that doesn't make sense at all. Probably not. Uh, do you expect any title changes at this point on this card? I guess we just talked about those matches, so probably not. Eh? Pro- probably not. Um, is the women's the women's matches just for number one contender? Number one contender. Any pick on that one for SummerSlam? This is a pretty marquee matchup for Naomi. So who do you got? That's everybody in there, which includes Lana and Tamina, Tamina Natalya, Becky, and Charlotte. I would actually really like to see them do more with Tamina. So, And SmackDown tends to give us at least one or two shock moments. I think Tamina coming out as a number one contender is unexpected enough to get people talking, but also believable enough where if you're going to take that belt off of Naomi, I think Tamina's a good one where you're not hurting Naomi's character at all. Uh, It's a believable person that could be a threat. And I would like to see what they do with, like, a good heel run with Tamina. I just don't want it on... Charlotte's kind of the same thing with The New Day, where it's just like, we've seen her hold the belt enough times. Just because you moved her to a new show doesn't mean it's time for them to hold that belt a bunch. Yeah. I agree. I I wouldn't mind that. I was actually pulling for Tamina in the Money in the Bank. I thought Tamina needed it the most. Uh, But I'm happy with Carmella. I like... uh, Carmella gave the promo of her life after... The uh, I think after the the screw job ending, and um, I really don't think I talked about it on the show. Speaking of that money in the bank, I don't think they should have redone the match. Honestly, so what what do you think of that? So any I, ideas? So I had two things that ran through my head. Thing number one, which is what I wish they would have done, is on that money in the bank pay per view when there was the women's championship match between Naomi and Lana. Carmella should have cashed in. And you could have built an entire storyline around did she even have a right to cash in a briefcase that she didn't win? So which have won, you think? I Probably for the one to get in, to walked off with yeah. the belt and had this huge controversial like you shouldn't even be the champion right now, you didn't win that, etc. Ah. The other storyline I would have and I guess it's still possible, but I would like to have seen uh this lead to a feud with James Ellsworth against the entire women's roster uh-huh. uh, where basically um, 
I would like to see something where, like, Daniel Bryan... Imagine if Daniel Bryan walks out there on Tuesday and he goes, James, you won the belt, or you won the briefcase, and if you want to give it to Carmella, then you've got you've to earn it for her. And he just had to do singles match after singles match against every woman that was involved in that Money in the Bank briefcase match over X amount of times. Okay. And until he had completed all those singles matches, the briefcase was vacant. Wow. That would have been interesting. Uh, someone asked Becky during the WWE panel that I checked out, um, would she like to get in the ring with Ellsworth? And, of course, she said absolutely. Um, but she's like, she doesn't understand uh, if they're ready for intergender matches again in WWE. But I wouldn't mind seeing that, like her, him go through a gauntlet where he has to, like, fight everyone. It's the or... only company that's not. Yeah. It's the only company that's not. That's all I'm going to say. Lucha, Lucha Underground, some of the best matches that they've had in their three-year run has been a woman versus a man match. Yeah. And it's not taboo. It's not offensive. It's nothing. It's just a good story and match. Yeah. I agree. All right. So we're about to get out of here. I think we hit about 15 minutes. Uh, so if you are thinking about coming to Comic-Con, let's, let's always talk about this because I have a song called Contact where I give people hints. Great song. Tips and um, tricks on coming to come. You've been coming a lot. So what would you say to a person who is thinking about coming to San Diego Comic-Con or on the way here? What would you tell them? Well, I actually did not follow my own advice, uh, but I always tell people to bring hand sanitizer. It's a must. Um, But I did come prepared with a full bottle of Advil and a full bottle of Tums. Because you're definitely not eating healthily while you're out here. And uh, you're not getting a ton of sleep. So both of those are uh, going to help you get through the day. Uh, I wish that my shoes had better padding inside of them. Uh, these are good. They're not great. Yeah. Um, and really, those are those are the big ones. Um, water. Drink lots and lots of water. Oh, yeah. So you got to stay hydrated. I agree. I didn't bring my most comfortable shoes either. So I'm, I'm hurting. Dogs are barking. <laughs> I'm a... Um, but we're about to get up out of here. I was about to say one more thing, and then I forgot. So, I'm going to need you to suggest a song for us to go out on. You know that our show is primarily hip-hop based, but it doesn't even have to be a hip-hop song. Don't worry. But if you're into it... Oh, all right. So, what's going to be the song? All right. Now, you and I have talked about this album in the past, and I just think it's always important to mention it on this podcast. WWF Aggression is one of the greatest albums that has ever been released. <laughs> I think last time I was on here... Uh, I said to play the Run DMC D-Generation X song. This time, I'm going to go to the very next track, uh, the Cool Keith, Old Dirty Bastard, Mankind track. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to make me listen to that entire album because it's, it's really good. You've got an in. You need to work this in so we can get more rappers rapping over wrestling theme compilation albums. Wow. you're spearheading it. Like, uh, yeah, I guess this is basically... Like, Matt Mania, the albums are, are definitely children of the aggression uh, albums. So, I don't know. I'm going to talk to my people. I'll talk to the CFOs. And, <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make some calls and some tweets. Get, get, Let's get, a couple, get a WWE couple, aggression Get a couple going. of former tag teams chirping in Vince's ear. Uh, absolutely. All right, I'm going to work on it. Once again, Matt, thank you so much. Let's tell the people where they can get a hold of your podcast and you. 
Well, obviously, I've got to give a shout-out to Geekscape.net since they're the ones letting us house here, and they are the parent to my podcast, Horror Movie Night. You can find us at hmnpodcast.com, which uh, was actually built for us by a fan, which is really, really cool. Nice. Uh, and we are 104 or 5 episodes deep now, so there's a huge back catalog if you're a horror fan. Uh, it's a comedy show about bad horror. We've got a bunch of great T-shirts that you can find. I think our store will be open by the time this drops. But if not, it'll be out soon. All right. So enjoy Battleground. Enjoy your wrestling. And, of course, as always, keep your shoulders off the mat. For my man, Matt Kelly, I'm Mega Ran. It's Matt Mania, Mini Toad from San Diego Comic-Con. We're out. Peace. <laughs>
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 